If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. If you have been listening to Wrestling Observer Live for years and years and years, how many times have you heard John McCarthy at the beginning of this show say, Are you ready? I am not sure I'm ready for today. we got to talk about this Raw show. This show sucked. I mean, there were a couple of things on the show that I liked, particularly Drew McIntyre's promo. I thought his promo was awesome. His delivery was great. I'm trying to think of anything else. This show, everyone, there's what you saw and there's what you didn't see. And what you didn't see was the just complete disaster that went into attempting to put this show together. I mean, it happens all the time. Vince changes this. He changes that. He can't decide on this. He can't decide on that. Like, I know it's hard to believe, but they start working on these shows like at least a week in advance. And Vince just couldn't come up with anything. He couldn't decide on anything. And I think they went on the air. I didn't go on the air, but like, you know, in the in the day leading up to this, there was like one or two things that they had planned. I heard two things, but one of them they actually didn't do. So... They had one thing planned, which was Shane McMahon's going to come back and we're going to do this wacky draw underground or whatever it was. And the rest of the show was just thrown together. Oh, you go out and talk. You go out on talk. Naya, you beat up Pat Buck. What? And then you're going to get suspended. And we're going to have this group, which, I mean, we could talk about this group forever i'm going to talk about it a little bit after the break but this this goofy invading group i mean it was just such a bad show it was like watching the dying days of world championship wrestling now i have compared this show to wcw for for well over a year now it was the fall of 2018 that this show fell off a cliff but boy has it reached new depths they're desperate and we'll see what this does for the ratings but i got a lot to talk about after the break so stick around observer live traffic areas professional painters need a paint that'll last so do their clients like ppg timeless paint 
in five-gallon buckets from just 159 bucks. Now at the Home Depot, with fast one-coat coverage and the toughest, most wear-resistant finish to prevent future scuffs, stains, and you having to come back to fix them. Tough, high-quality PPG timeless paint, exclusively at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only see store for details. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Between jobs, retiring, or just need health or life insurance, please visit myhealth-quotes.com or call 833-687-5261. Before you try to get a quote online, call us. We will provide you with the information most sites will not. We teach you exactly what life or health insurance plan you qualify for, how to use your plan, and maximize your benefits. We provide you with the information to make a knowledge-based decision to ensure selecting the right plan. Myhealth-quotes.com to schedule. Schedule an appointment. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Apparently the new faction that debuted on Raw took out the audio on Twitch for that segment. But fear not, everybody, you miss nothing. That first segment is where I build up ahead of steam. Then I deliver here. All right, listen, everyone. So, the show, the show, the show. Mike's Mike's video here. Now they're apparently attacking Mike's video. He's as glitchy as I've ever seen him. Oh, that stinks. Well, you know what? I have a feeling you're not going to need me for about the next nine I'm not going to need you anyway. for days after this Raw. <laughs> listen, everyone. So, yesterday, might have been... Uh, Forget who it was. Might have been the TMZ guy. 
Anyway, somebody tweeted out there's going to be a new faction on Raw. So we talked about it a little bit on the show. Ryan Satin. So, WWE then, ah, words out. Let's let's tweet about it. So I swear to God, they they tweet out that a new faction is going to debut on Raw tonight. This was from our front page after they tweeted it. WWE hyped the arrival of a new faction prior to tonight's show and wrote that they'll be out to cause chaos and shake up the organization structure. It was so nice of this group to send the information to WWE that they will be invading tonight and causing chaos, allowing WWE to tweet out about this. WWE.com has learned that a new faction is arriving on Raw tonight. The superstars comprising this faction have yet to be revealed, but rumblings around the WWE Performance Center say that the group is out to cause chaos and shake up the organization's structure. They actually tweeted this out before the show. How chivalrous. So if you watch the show and you're one of the people that was so angry that the faction didn't debut after they had promised it, you're wrong. They did debut. There was a segment where there's some kind of something or other, a generator or something outside the the performance center. And a bunch of dudes dressed in black showed up and they threw Molotov cocktails at it and lit it on fire. This was like a 30-second to one-minute segment, and we never saw or heard about them again. That was the debut. It wasn't the ninjas. That was the debut of the new faction. Now, they also had some other things happening on the show. Guys would be cutting promos, but their mics would be going out. Is this on? Oh, that made for great television. Boy, did that make for great television. And then... The stupidest thing I've seen in a long time. It's so stupid, it was funny. They go backstage to Charlie Caruso. The bane of my existence. I'm sure she's a nice lady, but her character is just... She's back there and she goes, There was a large noise stemming from this area. There are rumors, she says, just rumors at this point, that these boxes falling over was no accident i'm like you sent charlie caruso to do an investigation about some boxes that i'm trying so hard not to swear some boxes that tipped over backstage at raw who cares boxes tipped over come on they go to mvp and he shows somebody says you're i lost my my intercontinental title or u.s title or whatever and and this and that and you're here talking about boxes and he's absolutely right. Boxes tipped over, who cares? So, to cut to the chase. If you're unaware, one of their wacky ideas to turn this show around was originally to bring back the nation of domination. A militant group of black heels. This was their plan. Now, I can't believe I'm saying this, but to their credit, somebody figured out this would be a really stupid idea. So now we've got plan B. Plan B is Antifa. It's the Portland protesters. It is a group of people that are just out there, in their words, to cause chaos. 
according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, their sources told them, and I'm sure this is true, the storyline is specific to WWE and not intended to be political. Bro, this is your plan to turn this sinking ship around? This is your plan to turn around World Championship Wrestling here? Oh, we've got a non-political Antifa group that's going to cause chaos, and they're going to knock over boxes backstage, and they're going to throw Molotov cocktails at some... Like, dude, they go, earlier today, we caught this. It's dark out. What? <laughs> this show is a sinking ship it's been a it's been like they you know when they hit the iceberg i've talked about this before in the fall of 2018 they hit the iceberg and the ship started to sink down it sank down it sank and now we're like the hole is above water and you know do we want to try and patch this ship or do something no let's just keep furiously throwing water off the ship as it sinks lower and lower i mean this is this is the dying days of World Championship Wrestling bad right here. They're desperate. They're throwing everything at the wall. Us, uh, uh, Antifa group, let's throw this at the wall. And and what other stupid stuff? Uh, let's have Nia Jax beat up Pat. Nia Jax beat up Pat Buck? What? Name one person who cared about this. I know The Rock didn't because he was busy buying the XFL. Nobody cares about this stupid storyline. Brian? Yes? N Nobody cared about it in real time because Pat Buck was shown laying on the ground as the comedy came back out again as we do the Three Stooges chase routine throughout everything. So it didn't even give anybody time to register it because there's Pat Buck just laying there. And, oh, by the way, now the goofy comedy comes back. I've seen some bad shows, but this one. I mean, there's the theory that, oh, well, they introduced a new group supposedly and this and that. You know, maybe they're, the numbers are going to be up, dude. I'm telling you right now, I've been wrong before. I've been wrong a thousand times before. But new record. New record. Because listen, remember that show that had Sasha Banks versus Asuka for the vacant title, as well as Drew McIntyre in the main event against Dolph Ziggler that they spent the whole previous week building up? That one right there hit the new low, the lowest third hour of Raw ever for that hour. This hour, I'm halfway through the third hour. I'm like, dude, this is one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Why am I still watching? Oh, it's my job. Other than that, why am I watching this? And then it hit me, dude, what's the main event? I have no earthly idea what the main event is. They trot out Seth Rollins. Seth Roll The main event is Seth Rollins cutting a promo on Tom Phillips. Seth Rollins channeling his, his outraged Colby Lopez about all the people that talk about how bad this show is and how his character is so awful. He's out there, Tom, Tom Phillips, you're supposed to be an unbiased journalist. An unbiased journalist doesn't... I'm like, bro, I know you're mad at everybody, but come on. Death television. Luckily, it turned around, but it was like way too late. I mean, I would have tuned out 15 minutes ago. But, yeah, but you know what? Joe the, cuts the, a promo, and then Ray's kid comes out and does some flips, which was cool. That was like the only other good thing on the show. And then we go back to Raw Underground. Fake fighting on a fake fighting show, but this fake fighting is supposed to be real. It gets where, no worse than this, Mike. Where, this where was I, the worst Raw of the year. It's right up there.
It, Name a worse not, one. Same question I asked Dave. Name a worse raw than this one. Those post, I mean, post COVID, you know, I, I, I'm sure there's. Look, I don't know. This was a disaster for a lot of different ways, and I know we're pushing up against break, so I'll for the most part hold my thoughts. But during that, at the end, why is Swerve Scott, who is in your cruiserweight title mix on on your your big Wednesday show that you go head to head with AEW with? Why is he getting beaten up like that? Why is Montez Ford being drugged? And where are the cops that arrested Jeff Hardy to be there to actually help out Montez Ford? Why can't Tom Phillips act? Why did Charlie laugh while she was doing that just because Garza walked in the scene? Like, you can just pick him from last night. It's insane, and I, I know we'll go through him. Dude, a whole show where they built up Angel Garza hitting on some woman from The Bachelorette, and then all of a sudden he's hitting on Charlie, and the other woman just vanished. No ex- nothing. Back in a moment, Observer Live. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i I never wanted to start using i I knew the drill but i was out of options i I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877 877- 360-0402. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. 
and you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I just got one other quick thing to say, and then Mike can go. Then we'll do some feedback, and I'm sure I'll go off again. But first off, I know this is me saying this, and it was my video, but the tour of F4W headquarters is so much better than Raw. Like, it's not even funny. Not even in the same universe. I guess it was a week ago that I think it was John Pollock went through and like he was trying to keep track of everything on the show that didn't make sense dude i mean is he alive this morning because (laughs) what you should do is try to go through last night's raw and try to pick out anything that actually does make sense because by the end of the show there's virtually nothing the drew mcintyre randy orton promo was like the only thing that i mean looking at it it's like this time it's like a different wrestling show it actually is a wrestling show the rest of it is just a disaster any thoughts, Mike? Then we're going to get into what people think about this. The people. Well, I pointed this out on my Twitter, but I'll point it out here again because it needs to be stated again when it comes to their production. There were a combined four fights, not counting what Bobby Lashley and MVP and Shelton Benjamin did at the end to everyone inside Raw Underground, but there were four official Raw Underground fights They lasted one minute, 57.49 seconds. Yes, I took this down to the half second here. There were a combined 79 camera cuts at that point for all of those. 21 in one minute. I forget exactly what the breakdown was, but 79 camera cuts from bell to bell in those fights that took place. The fake fights that took place on the show with the fake fights so what are the real fights when Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin come out? I mean, uh, when when it's somebody, I, how does this work? This was never explained. Why did the dancers fight for a minute? Why are there three random dancers there? Why are they all standing next to each other on one side of the ring? Because it's supposed so to get... be the war zone when they had the dancing girls or whatever. But I don't know. why not have them spread out so it's some atmosphere? I mean, that's what you're doing, right? It, it, it just, it's, it's, the show had, it was so, it was a very WCW show. I mean, there's really no other way to say it. It was so all over the place. And it's not like there were not good moments because, as you mentioned, Dominic Mysterio as a baby face that you can get behind, I'll be damned. He's still he's got such a milk toast vanilla face. But then you remember when he's diving and doing all this stuff. This was a kid who did play college football. You know, it's it's not like he's not an athlete, and I think that works. I think for as long as it went on, and as much as the character is just booty, Seth Rollins, the del- he I actually thought the delivery was okay. With that said. You're talking down to Tom Phillips, who can't act, which is one of the other big problems. One, one, forget about you've taken away all the credibility from your announcers completely. Two, they're all emasculated, with the exception of Samoa Joe now. 
which is that was one nice part of this whole deal with Dominic too, but he shouldn't even have to be in this position because the main announcer shouldn't be a big part of everything. And now he's completely emasculated at the beginning of the show. They beat you over the head with the fact that, Hey, the lights went dark. Oh, we've been getting some weather. And then something else happens with the microphone and it's like, well, something must be going wrong in the truck. Like he just sounds like an idiot. And then later on you use him for that. I, I just thought that was awful. For And again, for every good thing, there was about five bad things. The whole deal with Charlie, and then she's supposed to be sullen and finding out what happened to this man who was poisoned, and that's a whole separate issue. And then Garza walks in, and all of a sudden she's smiling again. And it's like, <laughs> I know nothing matters, but like, did you really, again, This if this guy is supposedly passing out and dying possibly backstage, it just, that was awful. And that whole setup and scenario... Why did that need to be done? You could have attacked him with a wrench outside. There's a zillion ways that you could have had that match where neither Andrade or Montez lost, and you still have Montez in some sort of peril for the pay-per-view, and you can get Bianca involved. That had nothing to do with this over-the-top BS. And again, it's pro wrestling. I have no problem chucking my brain for a lot of things, but come on, the dude was poisoned. Like, this is the best you can do right now. For those of you that don't remember, by the way, there was an angle in WCW in the late 90s where Ric Flair was doing a match and he collapsed in the ring. And they teased that Ric Flair was having a heart attack. attack. And then they revealed on the next show that, in fact, he had been poisoned. Okay? If you think that this was a positive in any way for world championship wrestling think again Brian, nobody rem- buys this do crap do you remember do you remember that when flair went down is that when gene was doing the like somebody get this man a doctor he's hurt himself if that's the same one i think that's also the same one where then they immediately cut to the back go, go to the back and we've got Bam Bam Bigelow, Kevin Nash, and somebody else were all brawling. So it's like... Was that the show where there was a Falls Count Anywhere match and Bam Bam Bigelow got counted out? Counted out of a Falls Count Anywhere match. You know, back in the day, that was like the dumbest thing I'd ever heard. But last night, I saw a match on Raw where somebody came out of the back and attacked someone at ringside. Neither competitor in the match, and they called for the bell. Dude, we see this on every show. Somebody runs out and attacks somebody at ringside. Every show this happens. This week, it was a DQ because somebody forgot the rules after 74 years, or they were just like, ha, ah, and they just decided that was what they are going to do for a finish. It kind of sounded like Asuka's promo there a little bit. This person here says, this Raw Underground stuff could have been really cool if Impact or any other promotion did it. Listen, first off, Chikara did this. I'm 90% sure, based on something that I was told, that this is where they got the idea. Somebody the Crucible, saw, Ophidian. Somebody saw them doing Paul. basically this in Shikara and this. But listen, dude, this isn't going to work anywhere. Because you've got a professional wrestling show where people are doing professional wrestling matches. But then you cut away to real fights, which, by the way, aren't real, so they're bad. I mean, they would be bad if they were real, and they would be bad if they weren't real. But, so what am I supposed to believe? That, like, Raw Underground, you know, Shane McMahon has brought real fighting to Raw in the middle of all of the fake fighting that everybody else does. 
Like, Dude, there was two minutes of combined action on these fights in nine million camera cuts. They still showed somebody slapping their leg in this real fight. <laughs> yes. Well, Eric of the Viking Raiders gets in there, and he does all of the moves he does in a normal match. But in a normal match, they just keep wrestling. But in Raw Underground, he hits his knee, and the guy's knocked unconscious, and you've got to stop the fight because I guess that's real, but everything else is fake. No promotion. As Dave noted last night, Inoki tried this with New Japan. It didn't work in Japan. If it didn't work in Japan, it ain't going to work here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and Tiva being a new heel faction will surely grab the 18 to 34 demo, this person says. No, yeah. no way Raw did over 1.5 million. Dude. Charlie interviewed the bachelorette for YouTube and alerted her that she had a Garza crush. It was the most unnatural thing I have ever seen. Well, I mean, it's going to be hard to top a Lacey Evans promo. But I'll take your word for it. Nia for Jax YouTube. was suspended, by the way. Yeah, Nia Jax was suspended. Okay, so... So last week, Nia Jax got mad about something, which was so compelling I don't even remember, and she beat up Pat Buck. So the storyline is that she needs to come out and apologize to Pat Buck. So she comes out, and of course it's the usual WWE deal. She doesn't apologize. She pretends like she's going to, but that she doesn't. She wants to fight Pat Buck. Pat Buck says no. She insists. So then he suspends her. She notes, you have no power to suspend me. He even noted, the only reason I'm out here was I was told to come out because there was going to be an apology. What? That eyes crossed T's. What? What? And they suspend Naya, and, like, I don't know if we're supposed to care or what, but, like, she beats up Pat Buck. You know the other thing, too? I mean, I realize that I, I particularly hated this episode of Raw. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but this is going to be a weird analogy, but it's going to make sense. Years ago, CM Punk did a pipe bomb promo where he buried WWE. He buried Vince McMahon. He buried Triple H. He just ran roughshod verbally over this company. Do you guys remember this promo? Famous promo. I'm sure y'all remember. I do. So it comes out that, in fact, that was supposed to be a heel promo. In Vince's mind, when CM Punk said all of these bad things about Raw, you were supposed to turn on him for saying such terrible things about the WWE Universe. Instead, he cuts, and it, it, this promo touches a nerve with fans. They're like, damn right! This guy's right about everything! He was like a folk hero after this promo. Vince is so clueless, he thought that this was going to be a heel promo. So now we've got, like, a group that wants to take down Raw. Like, they're supposed to be a heel faction. I mean, dude, I'm take cheering the, for these people to take yeah, down this show. Take the Molotov cocktail the whole damn Oh, thing. man, tear this show down, please! But they're supposed to be horrible people that are taking down this Raw show that you love. We'll see how this one does. I, I was supposed to... I, we should take... We should, like, somehow take bets. Number one, are they going to be there next week? I mean, I, they probably will because yeah. they tape two weeks of TV. But, like, the week after, are they going to be there? That's number one. And and then uh, what was the other one? I've already forgotten about it. Probably like Vince has. Well, how long do they go with Underground? How long? Yeah, do they go is, with this is group? Underground going to be there in two yeah. weeks? Are the Invaders 
It is underground, going to be there two weeks from now. I'm not even sure they'll be there next week because as we've already seen, he can tape a show on the same day and still change everything. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. As Vince McMahon said on the retro show that I just watched last week, Tuesday, Brian and Vinny and Craig and Granny show. We all got to calm down! Everybody cool out! So listen, we're going to take some phone calls here. If you want to give us a call, I'm about to give you the phone number. All right? What is it? 
Well, it's 844-913-2727. 844-913-2727. Text messages, 425-780-7566. Stick around, by the way, if you're watching twitch.tv slash F4WVideo, because if my timeline is right, next commercial break, you are going to see footage of Vinny's first ever wrestling match against a guy named Stony Edwards. And on the tour, I bury the match, but I don't think I did it thoroughly enough. It's one of the worst matches you'll ever see. It's his first match, for heaven's sakes. Where's your first match? My first match, I mean, it was so long ago, I, I don't even remember. Oh, yes. Yeah. But it was better. <laughs> I, I promise you. I promise you. It was better than Vinny V versus Stony Edwards. And there's no denying this. Stony Edwards, not a, a ring general for a young wrestler to follow It wasn't there. Stony's fault. Oh, no. Jacob, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, Brian? What's going on, Mike? Shout out to the Twitch chat. Um, I just wanted to say that Raw was absolutely one of the worst episodes I've ever seen in my entire life. And I guess just the biggest question I have from it, for many, is do they honestly expect this underground thing to have any sort of longevity whatsoever? I mean, I honestly, I watched like two minutes of it, and I was, uh, I was just disinterested immediately. I mean... I can't really see it lasting two weeks. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, the reality is, like, everything everything that Vince does, I mean, he doesn't do it because he's only going to do it for a week, unless it's like, you know, some program to lead to the next show. I mean, they're throwing a bunch of ideas out there. They think that these are going to work. They think that these are going to attract this audience they're losing. I mean, they're out of their minds, but that's what they think. I mean, that's the big problem. They don't know what's going on anymore. I mean, you got a 74-year-old guy. I mean, Bruce Pritchard has been has been working with WWE, if I recall, since the early 90s. Dude, it's 2020. I mean, come on. Granted, like, you know, I just watched a Saturday night's main event that had a Bret Hart-Randy Savage match, and it just absolutely blew my mind. This is 1987. This match was so good. Timeless match. Like, yeah, there's certain things about pro wrestling that are timeless. But there's other things that... They worked once, and they don't work anymore. Or worse, worse, and I see a lot of this, they didn't work the first time, but nobody knows anything about anything, and so they just repeat them. That's the worst thing. Like, when I see people, oh, man, you remember the this or this from WCW? Oh, I loved this growing up. Yeah, you loved it, but you know what? It sucked, and it drove off millions of viewers or whatever. I mean, like, it's bad. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, by the way, I'm Bruce. Uh, he was working for the UWF when that was sold to Crockett, and then he was in the WWF as Brother Love, at least on TV as Brother Love. I'm no, and I know he was there before that. It was like the first half of 1988. That's how long he's been there for now. On and off, I guess, because there have been holes in there. But, I mean, again, there's no new ideas. There's nobody to say no. There's nobody... There's nobody to get Vince out of the way, which is what ultimately is going to have to happen to plant the seeds and to make sure that you actually start cultivating some things that just don't immediately get torn up and ripped out just because nothing sprouted within the first day. And that's the, the big thing about all of this stuff, this, this, this group, this fight club, any of it, any of this is he could just throw his hands up and rip everything up and change it. SmackDown, I guess they're only going to tape one instead of two this week. 
uh, who who knows? Everything is just it's a mess, and you don't know. There's no reason to be invested or involved, and that's the thing too. Because I have seen where people have been like, well, you want them to do something different, and then they do something you know completely different. Okay, fine. If they have any faith built up to this point, then maybe you could actually have some faith in in the underground concept. But what have they done in the last God knows how many years that makes you think that they're going to stick to this? And just as just to throw this out there again too, to show you how Vince thinks, you know, you brought up the deal about CM Punk and that pipe bomb, how they actually looked at that and thought that was going to be a heel promo. This th- Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch became the biggest star in all of professional wrestling because the fans had to tell them to go cram it up their ass. She's not going to be a heel just because you're bringing Charlotte back and want to place her right on top and to her the best. This is why Roman Reigns didn't work because people wanted Daniel Bryan and instead you shoehorned Roman Reigns in there and you actually only ended up hurting him long term because nobody hates Roman Reigns. They just didn't want him at that moment. But they had to double and triple and quadruple down on it and this is where we're at. Caller, you're on the air. What's going on? Hi there. Hi, what's happening? Oh, so I want—I just wanted to call in and be like gently pedantic about the Takara thing, because the Crucible wasn't designed to be like, "We're this is real fighting and the rest of Takara is wrestling." The Crucible was designed to be like this, like efficient, brutal way, because Takara had this history of invaders coming in and running roughshod over the place. Yeah, like, I, they, I, I, I was totally only noting the wrestling context. I was only noting that I'm pretty sure that that's where they got this idea. I was, I was absolutely I was total fact told this morning that that's and listen. I'm sure that Chikara. I mean, I don't think that this is going to work great anywhere, but I'm pretty sure that everywhere else would have done it better than this. You know where it works? It works for game changer wrestling when they do them as one off shows as Josh Barnett's and or Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. That's where it works. And otherwise, unless you get a bunch of guys there who but are But hold actually, on, there's a big difference between Josh Barnett's Bloodsport well, and this a, show. Well, there's, there's many massive differences. Well, I mean, the biggest like, difference yeah, is, the biggest difference is, that's the promotion. If your whole promotion is Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, great, okay? It may not be good, it depends on who you have pretending to fight. Like, I mean, get Josh Barnett in there and Filthy Tom Lawler and guys with jiu-jitsu backgrounds or MMA backgrounds. Yeah, I mean, whatever. But this is... This is in the middle of an otherwise normal professional wrestling show. It's like, so, uh, it doesn't work. If if you want to do blood sport, do blood sport. If you're going to do WWE, do WWE. You can't combine them. It doesn't make any sense. Let's see what this person has to say here. Minneap- Minneapolis, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey guys, how's it going? I uh, just wanted to do a quick shout out to the Twitch chat. So I didn't end up watching Raw last night. I ended up just taking a look at a couple of clips and it was pretty trash. But I did watch the AEW Women's Tag Team Cup and I wanted to hear your thoughts about that because we saw Cameron's return to the ring and she's going by Ariane Andrew now, her real name. And she was pretty impressive, so just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on she that. She was? <laughs> I want to thank you very much for the call. I heard zero positive reviews of the AEW Women's Tournament, and I had people texting me all night, and I heard nothing good about Ariani. One person said she Cameron totally delivered, and I had to 
sent a text back to find out exactly what that meant. But what that meant was she was as horrible as you would expect. She, I, I, I mean, Dave said she looked athletic, but there's there's being athletic and there's being any good in the ring. Like, you know, I, I see women in WWE who are athletic and they still have awful matches. And, you know, my my takeaway from last night is every woman who had a bad performance needs to send a thank you letter to Vince McMahon because he presented something that I'm sure was 50 times worse and it's all people are talking about today as opposed to any bad performance on the AEW Women's Tournament. They should have held off on this one till they could bring in women who could work. And this, I'm, I'm sorry, they, they, it's a division filled with people who are heavily inexperienced, and that's nobody's fault. They're, they'll get experience, but you need to work with people with experience. Unfortunately, those people aren't there. And bringing in Tainara Conti and Ariane, it, it just. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I there are high hopes for that division. They really are. When you look at the outside talent that they can utilize better once everything opens back up again than WWE, but it'll be very interesting. And this is, you know, obviously Kenny Omega. This is a lot of this is tied in with him. It's tied in with Brandy. And, you know, as far as Kenny Omega, the booker goes and Kenny Omega, the, the manager goes, we'll, we'll have to see how things play out. But, you know, there's pros and cons in the women's division, but I think putting such a shine on them right now, in this way, doing this, I just, I, I was surprised. I was surprised by the idea and the formula. All right, one more here. You're on the air. What is going on? Hey, guys, I just wanted to touch on some things that you hadn't mentioned that reminded me of WCW. Um, last night there were five matches on Raw, and I noticed that four of them had screwy finishes. The only one that really didn't was the Iconics versus Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, and I think that ended in a roll-up. And then I also wanted to um, ask, why would WWE expect us to continue to watch when they promise things that they don't deliver? I know that they technically debuted the stable, but it wasn't really what they promised. Thanks again. Well, yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, you know, part of the problem, I mean, you know, if they hadn't had to put the social media tweet out that a new faction was debuting, people wouldn't be mad. Now, people would be confused. They would be like, why did the ninjas throw Molotov cocktails at some box? And maybe they were still confused even with the tweet. But, you know, I think they probably just figured, oh, man, someone spoiled what's going to happen on Raw. Let's get out in front of it. Let's tweet that they're going to. But, I mean, it's so dumb. It makes no sense. It makes no sense in so many different ways. Number one, because of what you're actually going to do. And number two, because, all right, let's pretend for two seconds that this is real, which is a stupid thing. This group alerted social media that they were going to invade and mess up Raw tonight. And instead of social media calling the police, they were like, ah, let's tweet about this new faction debuting to cause that. It's so stupid. It's WCW-level nonsensical stupid. But they had to get it out there. With everybody complaining about unsafe working conditions, you know, at least the Hurt Business, and and I I guess uh, Bailey and Sasha were as well. Um, why did no one mention when they were complaining about all that stuff about Montez getting poisoned? Like, you know, you would figure like you're worried dude. about boxes. That's the one thing about the boxes rant where it's like, I thought dude, dude's going to die. And you, and it's, you know, we're talking about boxes. Montez is out there and in the middle of his partner's match, he just, he faints. <laughs> dude, they don't send out a doctor. They don't send out a trainer, nothing. The referee doesn't call for the bell and stop the match. They just keep wrestling, 
And then they go to a commercial break and they come back and Tom Phillips, Tom Phillips explains. And this is the key, everybody, okay? Tom Phillips has to explain that a doctor cleared him. We have seen no doctor. Now, I, you could argue, well, Brian, the doctor must have just come out during the commercial break. Well, the flaw in your plan is that Samoa Joe, who was there during the break, is the guy saying, why is this guy allowed to wrestle if he just fainted? Joe would have seen a doctor if a doctor was there. So they let the guy get back in the ring who supposedly just fainted. The announcers are pointing out this guy's not all there. He's stumbling around a little bit or whatever. Then Montez actually makes a comeback, and then he faints again. Now everybody's concerned. Oh, we need a doctor! Oh, can we get a doctor out here? They bring out a doctor, and they go back to the announcers, and Tom Phillips is like, Let's head backstage for this next segment. I'm actually trying to find the whole thing right here. So they cut backstage, and it's like a video of Seth and Murphy talking to each other as Murphy is watching Raw on his phone. I'm like... This is so important that you're doing this instead of giving us an update on on this guy that fainted on national television. Then they go to Raw Underground. Then they finally come back to give us an update on on Montez and Charlie's there flirting with Angel. This show sucks. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Man, what a battle. Stoney Edwards versus Shoulders Torelli. Vinny's first ever match, which, unlike on Raw last night, had a finish. The Stoney Elbow. Pin Vinny in the middle, one, two, three. And if I recall correctly, that might have been the match where Vinny had thrown a strike or two and he went through the curtain. And Richie Magnet, God rest his soul, longtime veteran worker, goes up to Vinny and says, Whatever that was you were doing with your hand, don't ever do it again. <laughs> sort of like the story of. Dusty Rhodes telling Big Bubba Rogers after Big Bubba almost killed a guy doing a move uh, that he was inexperienced with that, Bubba, don't do ish. Uh, I'll clean it up. You don't know how to do. So Vinny couldn't even throw a punch. Excellent, excellent veteran advice right there. (laughs) Well, everyone, we're done for now, but we're going to be back tomorrow, and we'll get to talk about the raw ratings. I am so excited for the raw ratings today because they're either going to be horrible or they're going to be up and a bunch of crazy people are going to lose their minds about how this company has turned around. When, in fact, we've seen this happen a thousand times, the one-week bump and then off the cliff even harder the following week. Well, people forget, too. It's like one week you can have all of this crash and people go, oh, my God, I can't believe what happened, and then go, I don't want to watch this next week. It's really next week's number that's going to indicate a lot about what happened this week. Well, the numbers will be up on my Twitter very soon, everybody, so check it out at Brian Alvarez. At Brian Alvarez, I said. I know that's hard to remember. Brian with a Y. At Semper Vivi as well, with an I. We're out of here, everybody. Thanks to all the Twitch homies. Second most viewers of all time today. Everybody at Sports Byline. We'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.